Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle and we are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You guarantee completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello girls, girls. you're alright? We always say the same thing, hello girls. Hello girls. Hello. Hello. Do you know what it sounds like? What is it? Fucking Honest East Enders. Enders. Yeah, hello Babs. Babs. Hello Babs. Peggy. Hello Peggy. Hello Peggy. Alright mum. Alright mum. <laughs> That's what it is. Alright mum. Oh my goodness. Oh girls, what are we like? Yeah. I haven't watched East Enders in years. Yeah. My dad still watches it every day, you know. Does he? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Regrettably, one my ex did not like soaps. I used to watch EastEnders like every day up until then and then because he didn't like it I started missing like episodes because we couldn't watch it together and then that was it seven years eight years later and I've not watched it well I'm not gonna lie living with me nan she has got it on all the time and you will pick it up because they're bringing all the old characters back and I'm like ain't he with so and so and I was like oh no they were and now they're not but it's all the old characters oh, that are in it you'll pick it up I know Natalie Mitchell I performed she's a writer on East End she, I performed in um, a play that she'd written and um, she tweets all the time about the old like episodes and like the classics and stuff yeah. or when she's written an episode and stuff like that so I really should pick it back up again just to like yeah yeah I mean and I'm an actress I should like that's something I could certainly be cast in oh or, my oh, god you so, are anyway. literally yeah. so yeah. I sh- yeah I mean I should be watching that it's terrible terrible if you're a casting director for EastEnders <laughs> and you're listening to this right now <laughs> Who the fuck do I think I am? Uh, I do watch Call religiously. Me. Yeah, I, sh- I should just for research, and then I could just potentially write to Natalie and be like, "Nah, is there any characters that I can audition?" Yeah, chuck me in there, love. Anyway, that's wishful thinking. Manifest it. Manifest Albert it. Square. Yeah. Albert Look, Square. if I walk down the calls of Albert Square, I'll be happy, girl. Yeah, I'll be happy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mum. <laughs> Oh, girls, we're very, um, look at us with our coffees today. Mm-hmm. When we first started this podcast, we were a, like, Prosecco or wine every single week, sort of, free, weren't we? Yeah. Mm. This and is now... our second week of hot drinks. And tea last oh, week, didn't we? Oh, did. we did. Yeah. Did we do tea last yeah, week? Yeah, we did. I did. Or maybe the week what? before, but... I needed caffeine today. If it was, if it was wine, I think I'd have been drunk off of, mm. like, a sip. Yeah, well, I'm really rocking out on my decaf coffee, but it's giving me the same hit of life that I really need. I've only just started drinking coffee this year. Really? Yeah, I was going to say. I don't remember you being I a coffee I have never girl. liked coffee. It's always been too bitter for me. And then I think, because I've got access to the coffee machine as well at the pub, Yeah. I can make a good coffee. So I've started like having a latte, a bit of sugar in it, and I'm like, oh, it's all right, it's all right. And yeah. then when I started reaping the caffeine benefits, I was like, oh... That's why you lot drink cup ca- ca- coffee. <laughs> Doesn't have the same effect as what tea. I can have about six cups of teas and they're just like, yeah, nothing. It's just in the blood. I think that's yeah. just one of those things. But The thing is as well, you start on lattes, you start going downhill rapidly. We, and I don't no think I'd go anywhere. You're going to be shot in espressos. Yeah. Yeah. Do you girls have espressos? Yeah. I don't. When you were putting milk in this today and I was like, no, no, no. I was really? going to say, don't put no milk in it or just like a little drop. Yeah. But actually, it's really nice coffee. Mm. You, yeah. can't try, you can't have caffeine? Well... My bladder don't like caffeine very much. Because it makes so it go toilet even more so. Yeah, so I've cut that out. But every now and then, so I uh, just like an accidental but on purpose like flex. When I was in Arteta's box yesterday, oh, like going to make innuendos and Tom was like, please don't do that in front of like all of the families. So Tom works for Arsenal, went to see the game yesterday, go Arsenal versus Liverpool, great game, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they only had like normal coffee and normal tea. And I just thought... I'm here at a football game. I'm in a box. They've literally given me tea or coffee in a china cup. I just feel like I'm going to have one. So I had a caffeine coffee, pissed about seven times through the game. But it's fine. fine. Because I, yeah. And the the toilet was right there. Literally, the most exciting thing about being in the box is that your toilet is right there. I walk three metres and I'm in the toilet. I'm like, this is perfect. So I had a great time. But yeah, I used to drink like seven coffees a day. Didn't really touch me because I got so, like we were talking about the alcohol. Yeah. I got so accustomed to caffeine. Now if I have one, I'm like buzzing my tits off. Do you know as well, with coffee, you can 
actually become addicted to the point that you'll get headaches if you don't if have you coffee. Don't, yeah, it's like the withdrawal. withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. 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 So well, it's like caffeine addiction, isn't it? Really, that's what it is. Yeah, that's when I know I need to rein it in because, mm. like, I'll have the shakes or I'll be like, oh, I've got a headache. Mine is because I've not it, had caffeine. I think it's because I've just started drinking it that I, if I have two, like, I'll have a headache. Yeah, yeah, that is what it will be. Like, or I'll get like anxious. Yeah, well. I yeah. get shaky. It's horrible. I remember having three, mate, might have been four espresso martinis when we finished at the pub one night and we all had a little drink. And I had like three or four espresso martinis. I tell you what, I went to sleep. No problem. I went to sleep, but my God, I woke up the next morning and my heart was like boom. racing. Yeah. Boom. Do you know red wine does that to me? Really? Yeah. Mm. I'll have a, if I have like a couple of glasses of red wine, well, more than a couple of glasses, I'll go to sleep for about two hours, wake up, and my heart will be racing, and mm. I'll be like shaky, anxious, like ooh, just out of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, the caffeine. There you go, kids. Watch your caffeine content. Watch your caffeine. <laughs> We're so old old and boring. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, back to our topic of today. We are talking all things finding your focus and refocusing. Uh, We've had some really nice questions come in and dilemmas come in from the listeners that we've grouped together into this category. And um, and actually, I think it's really apt because I've been feeling off sorts with my focus i've put myself in a meeting with stephanie just to have a little meeting yeah like uh refresher refresh reset um so i feel like i'm not probably not gonna be much of a advice giver because i'm currently in the state of mind where i'm i too sometimes that's when you you can do it best i feel like yeah i feel like when you take a step back i am one of those people i'm good at giving out advice on certain topics but when i'm going through it i'm like not good at listening to my own advice yeah so you yeah. might actually be of help of help today yeah let's hope so <laughs> people are gonna be like fuck these girls clicking oh, off Jesus. no we do we have some like we have some things that we use some tactics that we use yeah. when we're feeling off balance unfocused and yeah just well, I feel like we've all got things that we want to do in life that are not necessarily that easy like mm. our goals we've got loads of different things so what I feel like especially in your job Jade as well and like being freelance you constantly have to bring yourself back and like refocus you and have to hold yourself tasks. accountable exactly. like you are the person who holds you accountable so yeah. how can you make strategies and and what tools do you have in your armory to bring you back it's like meditation anyway we'll we'll get into that in. we'll get into the topic of the day and all of that so um stay tuned but for now it is stevie's word of the week by the way i edited the episode where i went so off key the key didn't even exist i was just gonna say it massive hurt. improvement yeah it hurt my ears <laughs> what to did listen you do to. did you put the other other one in no, no, I'm leaving the off-key one in. Oh, You've got that tomorrow. Sorry, you listen- meant you'd edited it out. No, no, no when I listened, when I was editing, I like I went through it and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's so bad, it's almost good. <laughs> I've listened to it, it was a great edit. We've done really well. There we go, there we go. Over to you, Steve. Okay, so the word of the week this week is noob. Ooh. Oh. Noob. Oh, Ellie knows this. No, no. O O. B. Oh, noob. Because I was just going to say like Urban Dictionary for like a newbie. Oh, noob. It's a bit of a noob. Noob. I feel like this is a French word. Can you tell me, can you tell me where this word originated, Stevie? Um, Less so the spelling. It's English. Oh. Early 21st century. Stevie's Early having 21st. a weekly panic that she doesn't actually know what I've verified this is. against three different website sources. <laughs> right. Uh, Early Although 21st. it does say informal. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Early when? Early 21st, 21st. century. Oh. Which was early 1900s. Noob. 21st century? Hold on a minute. No, 21st century. Two... Is what we're in now. 2000s. Noob. <gasps> you might be right, Elle. Is it newbie? No, she wouldn't have done that. No, she'd have given a look. I mean, it's not a million miles away from a newbie, but it has got a definition. Okay. You two look stumped. We are stumped. Do you know what's funny about that? Noob reminded me of like chode. So talking of stumped. (laughs) (laughs) Something short, stumpy and chodey. What's chode? You don't know what a chode is. What's a a (laughs) (laughs) chode? What? (laughs) Chode. 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 Get your chode up. Really? Chode. You know, like a little cocktail sausage. But like probably wider and like shorter. Oh, what? Yeah, chode. Chode. Chode on that. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) (laughs) We've taught her something 
knew there it. There we go. This is yeah. rare. Jade, if you don't know what the Sorry. meaning of the word toad is, then I'm pleased to say you've never had one. Uh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. Lucky you. Okay, noob. Um, noob. So you're saying it's not far off newbie. It's not a million newbie. miles off newbie. It is a new something. Noob. Or like a... Oh, so it's 21st century... A noob. I think it's like the the most recent version of something. Yeah, I'm thinking like a remake. I'm thinking like a remake of something. It's a noob edition. Like, <laughs> girls are clutching that fucking. I know, we chose. really are. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what yeah. it is? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, a person who is inexperienced in a particular sphere or activity, especially computing or using the internet. <gasps> A noob. Ah, okay. A noob. Yeah. My dad is a noob when it comes to all forms of technology and mm-hmm. social media. Mark. Sorry, John. No. You listen to this. No, we're going to shout out John because John actually does have Instagram. John does have Instagram, and my mum once told him that replying to my stories with an emoji was good for engagement. So my dad has replied to every single story for about two years with a love heart. <laughs> it's not actually what she meant, but it's the most adorable thing. And now he does it to Tom as well. And Tom's like, oh, I've got a heart from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> we love John. He's literally, we, um, well, we know, Molly, our old friend at school, her mum comes round and cuts my mum's hair. And anyway, my dad was doing something lovely. She was like, everyone needs a John in their life. Oh. So shout out, John. You are a legend. We love you. There we go. Cute. He is an absolute cutie. Even if you are a noob. Even if you are a noob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. There you go, noob. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. You're very welcome. welcome. feel more and more... Oh, wait, I needed to use an old word that we had the other day. Oh. <gasps> We need to make a list. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh what was forgetting. the fiddle one? No, not fiddle. Something. Fumadiddle. Fumadiddle. I used I that think the it other day. Fumadiddle. Yeah, something. Yeah, it was like. I needed to use one the other day, and I we had only done it a couple of days ago, a couple of episodes ago, and I it was gone straight from my head. I need to write a list. I'm going to make these flashcards. <gasps> oh, we should do a quiz at the end. We should yeah. do the ultimate. Yeah. See if you can remember all the meanings of the words. Yeah. Go. Or you could test me because I bet I won't remember. You probably them. will be the one that don't. Yeah. <laughs> This is actually really embarrassing to admit. I was working with somebody uh, the other day and we were talking about, I can't even pronounce this word. Um, do you know what a group of islands is called? Um, no. Islands, group of islands. I do know this. I can't even pronounce it, which is why I think I didn't know what the word was because I can't pronounce it. It's yeah. an archip- Oh, oh archipelago. archipelago or archipel- yeah, yeah, I don't know how yeah, to pronounce it. I can't it. say it. Galapagos. No, it is that, literally that Archipelago. Is a place. Like, that's that a is, place. That is a yeah. Darwin went there, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he yeah. did. Um, yeah, Which it's is either an archipelago should... or an archipelago. I think or it's an archipelago. Arch... Well, archipelago. That one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I can't say it. And they asked me about uh, it. They were like, what's the English word for this? And I was like, literally not a clue. There's uh, also a restaurant with the same name that does like really weird things like bugs and all sorts of different things I got taken there for my birthday once oh wow did they not like you <laughs> I'm, honestly I'm starting to think so yeah not long after the texting the other girls so I'm getting the impression that they didn't Ooh. like me oh, <laughs> I'm joking dear. I'm joking I was gonna message other people there, make then. her eat bugs yeah Go on, what a way. Or maybe it's because he was such a bug. Yeah, maybe because he was a little critter. He just felt like, there we go. So today's topic, as we said, is all things finding your focus, refocusing. Uh, So we're going to kick it off with our first dilemma. It says, hey girls, love the podcast and hoping for some advice. Ever since I was a little girl, I've dreamed of owning my own home. And I think it comes from my childhood. I've had a rocky relationship with my parents, moved around a lot and hated having to start over all the time. For years, I've saved so hard to be in a position to have my own home, a long-term goal. I've missed holidays, birthdays, nights out with friends to make sure I save every last penny for my home. But now, with the cost of living, it seems so unobtainable that I've started going out and spending my money more. It's making me so miserable and it's so hard to buy somewhere, but I now have lost all my focus on saving because it seems so unachievable. What do I do? Oh, that's such that's a hard so one. Hard. Do you know what? I completely identify with that as well, with it being unachievable. Yeah. You just look at the situation of things, and if you can buy the house, or if you've got the deposit, you now can't afford the mortgage. Yeah. And if you can afford the mortgage, can't afford the bloody electricity bills. Mm. Like, it just... Yeah. I think... Do you know what makes this hard is, is like... 
the thing is, is you've not necessarily lost your focus. I think actually it's a case of you having kind of been been stripped of an opportunity really because yeah. I, you know you you are absolutely not the only person in this situation with the situation that's happening like in the uk at the minute the mortgage rates the you know we don't have to go over that all of all of the the shit social economical situation that's happening that people can't now afford heating let alone to think about buying somewhere you've kind of been stripped of this opportunity that you've worked so hard for so i guess more than anything you're probably dealing with this sense of loss of like you had something that was so close and now it's just been like put 100 yards further in front of you when it was right in front of you so I guess it's really hard to say like what you what what are you supposed to do but I guess the the hard thing is is that you're now spending the money on things that's making you feel miserable. So the thir- first thing you need to tackle is okay, if you're going to if it is out of reach, if it really is something that's not going to be obtainable for you within the next year, 2 years, 5 years, then you have saved that money to use and it can't go towards the thing that you wanted it to. So you've kind of got two choices. You're obviously already spending it and it's making you miserable. So maybe think about something that you could spend it if you want to spend it, spend it on something that maybe is going to give you something that's obtainable, whether that's, I don't know, I I don't know, like a course or something, but... I I don't know if that would make me feel worse if I had that money. Yeah. And then, like... But she's going to spend it anyway on stuff that's making her miserable. So if you're going to spend it, think about stuff that's worth spending it on. Mm. A trip of a lifetime, a course to do something that you've always wanted to do. Um, or just know. don't spend it. Or like don't if, spend it. Yeah, yeah. If there's nothing yeah, it's one that out you the want other. to do. Yeah, it's so hard because it's not nothing is your fault. Like the goalposts have just moved. Yeah, yeah. and you Massively. can't do anything about that. And it's it's really unfair. There's so many people that are going through just awful things, and it's just it's so tough at the minute. Try not to be hard on yourself because no wonder you're miserable. The yeah. world is completely fucked. Yeah, like oh God, you know what I mean. Cheese is five pounds. Like the world is. Yeah. it's so expensive well it's like in the world like it's mainly fucking England well, yeah, isn't it really we are, yeah. like England's fuck well the UK I feel like I don't really know I don't I think, every, I think every other country is yeah. really? as well yeah. really yeah. yes <laughs> really yeah well I mean well, there's I so think, much yeah. going on in different countries oh I agree I just think the cost of living sorry I'm more talking about the cost of living like the world is quite fucked but uh, sorry this is really dreary but um, I mean like in the sense of like money and like this like buying property wise yeah is is that a worldwide thing yeah you think? well yeah. it's certainly a Europe thing at the minute so you've got this is very boring and going into a little bit of what I do at work but <laughs> Stevie <laughs> yeah, yeah, no like the energy crisis um, we've got it bad here other countries have got it really bad Germany for example have brought in some rules around how hot you can heat your offices and how wow. much you can call them to try and conserve a bit more energy we're crisis planning for blackouts like you name it wow. we're doing it so it's not just the uk yeah Although i'm not like yeah it's 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 fucked but yeah. it just is what it yeah, is yeah so like no wonder you're feeling miserable yeah because so, so so most people can probably relate to you i think just go easy on yourself when you're saying going out is making you miserable is it because you're going out and spending money because maybe like try and readjust how you're thinking because if you're going out and seeing people also you don't have to go and spend loads of money go meet your friends and go for a walk in the park go and like take up a hobby do something that is going to make you happy that also is going to help you save money if that makes you happier also i think what you really need to do is just decide is this now my goal anymore because yeah, yeah. your goal is not the same goal as it was or yeah, it has been no. your whole life mm-hmm. and you know it would be a real shame if it wasn't that but sometimes and it's not even about being realistic because realistically you can work and work and work and one at some point you will achieve your goal mm. but will you even want to achieve that if you're so miserable yeah. in the process yeah. i think don't think well Okay, this might be bad advice. Don't think too much about the future. Think of your now. Yes. You're living in the present. You're living in your now. Like, don't be miserable for this goal that you feel like... It's so always, far away. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I do think as well, like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. So you can still be saving and go out with your friends and spend money. You just might not save as much. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know if that would be good for your mindset to still see your savings creeping up, mm. maybe yeah. not as quickly, but then you're also doing the fun stuff as well. So it doesn't 
matter as much yeah, that yeah. the house That's a really good saving I mean, is further away putting the money that you have or have already saved like not spending any more of that but also maybe not contributing to it for a little while maybe like either a little bit mm. or not at all put that somewhere safe in an in i'm not a financial advisor so don't like listen to me <laughs> like that but put it in a in a i don't know a cash iser or stocks and shares not stocks and shares that's a bit don't dangerous. do stocks no. and shares um, <laughs> i told you i wasn't a financial advisor but put it into um yeah a cash iser or something like that something where you can just leave it it'll make minimal interest but well, you can't touch it. Interest rates are going up at the minute. Fuck so me, telling be... me. Jesus Christ. Bank yeah. Minion taking rug piss out of people. <laughs> Fucking hell. But, uh, no, sorry. But, yeah, no, yeah, but, like, put it aside and then know that, let's say you've got, I don't know, four grand, five grand, whatever you've saved, even more. It's there. You maybe put a lock on it. Can't touch it for a year or something like that. And then whatever money you earn at the minute, just go, do you know what? I'm going to enjoy this money. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go out and have some drinks or going to go out and have some nice meals. Uh, just, just, yeah, I think, I remember my sister, she's always put money away. She's always been a really good saver. And then she'll spend it on the things that she wants, whether that's a car or whatever, but she still manages to have other savings sort of things. So yeah. she's always been really good at saving money. I am less so. And I think that's because, you know, A, I, I, my sister's not really a, a, a goer out or a drinker. She doesn't really drink alcohol. I enjoy going out like quite often, not just to drink, but like for food and stuff yeah. like that. And she's genuinely a home bunny and she loves that. And she loves going down a caravan and stuff. And she's always able to save that money that I would spend in the pub or whatever. You know, to, to the other end of that is that I can also say that I enjoy my money and I, I spend yeah. it while I can. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not too bad, like, with saving money. I can put money away and that's, that. you know, I can do that. But I also enjoy, it's like, have I got £100 to have just spent on the screen acting course that I'm going to do next month? Not really. Not really. It's, but I have got it at the moment. Yeah. And when yeah. I've got it, I'm going to spend it because yeah. I don't know if I'll have that in November yeah. to spend. Yeah. I don't know. It's just about planning ahead. It, yeah. I think it's balance. You've balance, got to have balance. Yeah. I yeah. Think you're gonna, if you're putting so much away that you can't go out and have fun, I certainly get frustrated at the fact that I can't go out. And then if I go out, I get annoyed that I've not saved anything. Yeah, like, yeah. I think you just need a balance. Yeah. <laughs> also, one thing I would say, and I am literally not a mortgage advisor or anything like that, but when I had just remortgaged and my guy was like don't do a five year fix like we really don't think things are going to stay like this for long like it's so up and down like basically it's not necessarily as doom and gl- well I don't want to say that because I know people might be listening thinking like you're fucking joking it's terrible I know it's terrible right now trust me I know that but like people within the system are not like convinced that it's still going to be this bad in five years time no. and I feel like that's maybe hopefully a bit of a positive thing yeah absolutely and help, let's be but- honest well, the market is going to crash. Yeah. Well, it is. it's crashing. It's crashing. Yeah. yeah. So I know that sounds mad. really awful, and you don't yeah. ever want to cash in on someone else's um, misfortune. But if you can't afford to buy when prices are high, it don't look like they're going to be yeah. higher for maybe as long as we think. Yeah. Again, not financial advisors. Yeah. Not. Yeah, yeah. Don't sure. know anything. You just don't know what's going to happen, do you? Yeah. Yes. Something you've done what you can do in order to save and get yourself into a position where you thought that you was, you know, ready to maybe start putting some offers or start looking and start figuring out what kind of mortgage you could get. And now that's not the case. So you know, you've you've got two options. You know, you seem like you're spending your money and put it to the side. Forget you've got it, and then it's lovely there as maybe a startup when you know, circumstances are better. Or going out and spending your money but being miserable with where you're spending it, opposite of what you've been doing, which is saving that, not going out, not socialising, it, it's re- you've really got to find the balance. Yeah. So what can you cut down on? What social things are you like, nah, doesn't serve me? And what things can you change? Like, what person are you now? Have you, you know, are you the sort of person that's like, right, I can't go out and afford to be spending money on alcohol or food and then wake up the next morning and feel miserable? Okay, what's what's the alternative? Ellie went to the National Natural History Museum today. Science and, Museum. Oh, but... I apologise. <laughs> well, there you go. Or the Natural History Museum. Aren't they free? They're free museums. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, so there's so many well. things that you could do to, like, you know, and, and then hopefully, that, you know, you're not necessarily spending money on things that are going to make you feel shit the next yeah. day. I don't know. I just think you're... You, it is about balance. Like, what? Who wants to be the richest person in the graveyard? I'm sorry. It's yeah, not, I agree. It's really not. It's not all it's cranked up to be. Like, yeah. I always say it to my mum and dad. They've done, they've done such an amazing job at working their asses off in order to give me and my sister like the world and to leave things to us and stuff and you know fi- financially as well. But now they're at this. This is totally irrelevant. But so I'm just saying. You know, I'm saying to me, like, you've got to enjoy your money now. Yeah. Like, what, what, yeah, but, you know, we would like, I'm like, fuck, enjoy your money. What have you worked all of your life just to hand it over to, to 
me and Chris, I ain't. Whatever kids I've got, I'm going to be like, right, you lot. Good oh, on holiday, yeah. <laughs> I'm retired now, honey. Fend for yourself. 18 <laughs> out on your ear. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, I just, honestly, I think people spent, you're right, to think about the here and now. What's going to yeah. make you happy right now? Is that a once-in-a-lifetime trip? Is that snuckling down and just having a little bit of a calmer time but spending your money on things that maybe make you feel better a massage once a week or i don't fucking know you've just got to ride the storm and actually you're gonna have a nice little nest of money at the end of it exactly if you, if yeah. you put it away now and you'll be in a great position if it does come round and things do change so um exactly. yeah hopefully that helps mm, shake it off put a bit of music on do what dance it does. out dance, dance it, it out, out. dance are. it out okay so next question Hi ladies, love the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, But I need some advice. I've completely lost focus in life at the moment and feel like I'm floating through with no real purpose. In the past, I've always had an aim or a goal, be it professional or personal. But recently, I genuinely don't know what I want to do or where I want to go. I'm not unhappy. I just feel lost. Help. This could be me. This could be me. This could be me. Yeah. There we are. Question answer. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I feel slightly less like that now, but we've definitely spoken about this before. Mm. I think, like, for me, because like, I not sort of fell into the job, but a lot of the things, like all the brands that I wanted to work with, I've worked with now. All the things that I wanted to do, the places I want to go, I've ticked off so many of them. So you sort of get to a point where it's like, what's next? Yeah. I don't have a normal job where there's a promotion. So I, I, I feel like I've floated for a really long time. And when I say that, like family and friends get really annoyed because it's like, you have not floated, like you work your ass off, but sometimes it feels like, you know, like a hamster in a wheel, like you keep yes. going and going, but you don't really get anywhere. And that's not true either. So I completely understand and relate. I guess it depends, like you say I'm floating through life with no real purpose. I wonder if this is related to your job, to your mm. personal life, to a relationship, or is it a bit of everything? Yeah, um, I think it sounds like a bit of everything, just saying that you've always had an aim or a goal, but you don't really have one at the minute. I would get your notebook out, go and sit in a coffee shop, get yourself a nice hot chocolate, somewhere autumnal so you can look out and it's a cute little surrounding, and then I would do like personal work life, and I would write down all the things that you have ever dreamed of some of them you might be like no I don't want to do that anymore blah 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 fine great what are you laughing at I'm laughing because I actually did this once and one of them was to eat a foot long subway <laughs> oh my god <laughs> amazing and I absolutely smashed it as well if there's ever a purpose in life <laughs> eat a foot long it was eat honestly like long. a bucket list and I was like I want to eat a foot long subway there I we go <laughs> look you can add that onto your list if mm-hmm. you're feeling a bit lossy you don't know what to put on there Stevie would highly recommend yes um yeah, I know. It is a horrible feeling, though, isn't, awful, it? isn't it? When you just don't know what's going to put you on the right track. Yeah. Do you know, for me as well, I feel like, for me, similar but unsimilar to you, Elle, I have, there are so many things that I feel like I haven't quite, like I haven't, there's so many things that I would like still want to achieve in my career that I haven't touched, but I still feel like I'm going around on this hamster wheel and I'm just not, like, I think it can be very easy to think that you are doing all of the things, but actually when you're not getting any further being able to evaluate is a really tough thing to be like just setting goals and reviewing them is something that's really important and I only started doing that in the last couple of years I think um actually like sitting down and and, and making quarterly or yeah like quarterly goals or monthly goals and stuff like that it's just really hard to keep on top of it as well but I actually for me I feel like a jack of all trades a master of none I feel like I put my fingers in so many pies in order to make sure that I am I don't know what the the word is, but like um, versatile, not missing versatile, uh, so that I am adaptable, so yeah. that I can, you know, having many skills as a freelancer is a good thing because it's always giving you opportunities. But actually, by doing that and widening my net, I've lost the focus of like keeping it narrow and being particular with things. Yeah. So I think I've ended up floating between different jobs, and it's really complimentary when people say to me, oh my God, you could do this, oh my God, you could do this, oh my God, and like, like they, they're people that work in that profession, like, oh my God, you should t- totally be doing this for a living, and it's really complimentary, and I can get taken back, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I am really good at this, and then it's like, well, no, because again, it's another thing where you're like, what, are you? I yeah. keep coming back, it's like when I meditate in the, in the day, when you meditate, the idea is that, you know, you just focus on your breathing, you try to clear your mind, 
And then all of a sudden you get monkey mind coming and all of these things are like, blah, 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 blah. and every time you get distracted with the thought, the idea is to recognize you're distracted and come back to the breath, like finding a way to like bring yourself back to clear your mind again. But it's that moment of like recognizing and then coming back. Does that make sense? So yeah, like, I've always been shit at meditating. I can't meditate. I cannot get myself back. I'm thinking what I want for dinner in three <laughs> days' time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking yeah. about a conversation I had seven it's and a half years ago. It's not even meditating. It's, I went for a massage the other day. Yes. And, like, they're, like, rubbing my back. And I'm like, ooh, did I do that at work? It's a Sunday. Why am I thinking yeah. about work? Oh, I need to wash my hair tomorrow. Who cares? You're being massaged. Embrace yeah, it. Relax, yeah. Think of oh, nothing. But bringing it Back. So it's this skill of like like recognizing that you're thinking of something, or recognizing that you're maybe diverting off of the track and bringing yourself back mm. to the focus. Which in meditation is just to like focus on the breath, yeah, and calm. Yeah, career wise, it's like okay, cool. So what's the goal? I think I think writing lists are and making goals are a really good way. And, but then committing or having somebody to help you uh, be accountable for it, yeah. like whether that's a monthly check-in with somebody. like That's uh, what I was going to say. From a pro- professional perspective, I would say get a mentor yeah. because they can just... My understanding of a mentor and my experience is that they won't ever tell you anything, but they will ask you questions, questions. Yeah. that then make you come to the mm-hmm. the answer. And actually, if you get the right person, you'll be able to be really honest with them, even yeah. though it's a professional yeah. environment. Yeah, like, absolutely. and I've said things before in my mentor meetings and been like, "No, I absolutely hate doing that." And they're like, "No, you feel like you've got everything you can out of that experience, and therefore you want to develop in other areas." And I'm like, "Yes, I do. Thank yeah. you very much." <laughs> And I physically have said, like, hang on one minute, let me write that down. Because, like, you just need somebody to... And I think, yeah, that is exactly how I felt about it, but I've not articulated it in the the correct way or whatever, or in a professional way. But I do think it's really difficult when you feel like you're floating. And I've certainly felt like that recently. It's only Mm. within the last, like, three months that I've booked some really big things in that I'm actually like, yes, I feel like I've got my zest for life back and a bit of direction. I don't know how I got to that point. I kind of fluked it with somebody saying to me, do you want to do this? And I was like, absolutely. And then go in with it. So I think maybe if you can think about what you really want to do in life, be it personal, like eating a foot long subway or something a little bit bigger putting it on paper and then just taking steps towards it yeah yeah professionally go and go and ask to have a mentor go and shadow a different department go and see if you can experience different things but yeah it's really difficult and I don't think you're ever focused a hundred percent of the time on what you want to do you can't be you Mm. your brain can't just focus on one thing all all like all of the time you've got to have things that actually break your focus in order for you to like sustain it i think first of all by the sounds of it has it changed has your professional and personal goals or focuses changed and if so you have to recognize them and go okay professionally what do i want do i want to change up cool what is that change up these are the things i would like to do like kelly said make a list all of the things that you've maybe wanted to explore professionally same goes personally and then where what are the small steps maybe choose one that's like of a priority to you or important to you or that just screams yeah like excitement and okay cool what's the first thing taking a class reading a book signing up to a course whatever it is but i guess the small steps and and consistency is key committing to to making something change for you means you have to be consistent with it otherwise you might as well, you know it's not worth it you're just trying something once yeah. or twice and then yeah. you're never going to see any impact of that going okay by by the end of the year i would like to be in this position have uh, have trained in this have a have a job in this field and okay and then and then just make a little plan get yourself a mentor but keep reevaluating where you're at like by the end of month one how much closer are you to achieving that goal by month two and then if it's not going the way that you're thinking by let's say month three or month four what can I change yeah what what little things what am I spending too much time on what am I not spending enough enough time on so easy to say this like I, I you know I say that as somebody that forever procrastinates and it's always the easiest thing to do is that when you're like we've got we do it girls we do it with the podcast oh, we time. come in we have a chat we have dinner <laughs> they have another chat 
we set up, we have another chat until we're like, right, okay, we've literally got time to do it. Like, right, we've got to, we've do, got it. to yeah. do it now. Yeah. We physically have to change our body position in order yeah. that we have to like pump energy for us to get us to sit yeah. down and actually. Do you know so what true. I think would be really interesting about this question? If you told us when you last achieved um, one of your aims or goals, yeah. because mm. I think the worst time for me is when I feel like I've achieved something because I've worked so hard mm-hmm. towards yeah. it and then all of a sudden I have free time and then I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. I'm on a bit of a come down now. Yeah. Like I've I've yeah, done it. I've yeah. achieved it. What's next? Like so true. And yeah. it's a reminder as well that um, I think the heart, the the times when I've felt the most similar to how you're feeling right now are when like that feels like when I'm at my lowest. Like yeah, from here, what you're gonna do to change it? Like well, that's where I feel at my lowest when I'm like I feel unfulfilled. I feel like I'm on this groundhog day of repetition blah 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 blah. i can't tell you there's any quick fix but it was a load of little things i felt like that at the beginning of this this year and it's taken me all the year up until now and even still i'm still like still not necessarily where i wanted to be but i think i'm closer to where i would want to be because loads of little changes there's no quick fix and also like what i love about writing it down i found a journal that my mum bought me for my last birthday and it had like three month goals six month goals a year goals and like there's so many things in there that I have no interest in doing now. Yeah. That I was like, that's, the podcast was one of the only things that I was like, by this month we want it set up. And we'd, like, we had far surpassed everything that I'd written down, which is obviously amazing. But everything else, it was like, think about starting your own brand. I, was like, I don't want to do that now. But at the time I was like, yeah. that was something that I really wanted to do. Yeah. Now I couldn't care less about that. Yeah. So it's really interesting. That's why I love writing things down. Because even working out the things that you know you don't want to do will help you feel less yeah. lost. And writing down the things that you have achieved is a really good way of reminding yourself that you are fucking incredible. And when you put your mind to the things that you want to do, you can achieve them. And you can also do it with your eyes closed and your hands behind your back. So sometimes you need to just remind yourself of how far you've come. Yeah. Ten years ago or five years ago, you is probably looking and going, wow, well done. Yeah. Do you know, I did a mood board. No, what are they called? Is it a mood board? No. Vision board. Vision, vision board, board. Yeah. that's it. I did a vision board at the beginning of the year on a course and um, it was like a free sign up. I think, were we in COVID this year? Beginning uh, of the year, I think. Beginning of the uh, year. No, it weren't. No, not a proper lockdown. No. Maybe I had COVID. I had COVID, well, that yeah, was it. Did. I had yeah. COVID and I joined up to one of these free, like, vision boards and um i couldn't tell you what i wrote down on it but i found it the other day and i've done everything on it so there's a few things on my vision board that i'm like ah oh, no but then there's a few things that i'm like oh fuck yeah i've started that yeah, like that's yeah. well that's a work in progress yeah but again that vision board needs to be changed now because it needs yes. to be adapted and edited yeah. and updated yeah, yeah. um and I think that's the way of life, isn't it, really? Sometimes so you need to true. reflect on the vision board that you've set out in your head and this story that you've set out in your head and then go, that that was what that person mm-hmm. wanted back then, but I am not that person anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? Recognising how you change. Mm. So at the minute, like, career is something I am quite focused on, but in a couple of years that might all change yeah yeah and that i think will be a real mindset shift for me and like yeah. even you Elle, saying you wanted to start your own brand like from yeah. where we are at, where you were at the beginning of the year to where you are now and the direction you want to go in totally completely different, different. totally totally yeah. opposites yeah. yeah so don't feel lost because i think well ugh, that's a really stupid thing to say I'm sorry you feel lost, but take comfort in the fact that actually throughout this year we've all felt lost. Everyone's And we have somehow, through sheer luck in some cases, managed to find something and focus on it. So it will come to you. Try not to be too hard on yourself. Find yourself. Yeah, Yeah, in moments of feeling lost, find yourself. Hi ladies, I'm in an incredible relationship and I love my partner very much. We've been together for three years, live together and I'm pretty sure he's the one. I've always been very career driven, which my partner completely supports and I'm really proud of what I've achieved. However, I'm starting to slowly realise that my focus is changing from career to family and I'm basing all my decisions on whether my partner and I have children in the next few years. It's freaking me out because I was never fussed on having children, whereas now I'm losing interest in my career. What do I do? Do you know what? I was speaking so fast because I like wanted to get to the end so I could start, talk, start talking straight away. You know what the thing that like firstly stands out to me and annoys me a little bit is that as a woman, we feel like we have to choose. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. yeah. 
and that will never not frustrate me so so much and also like the fact that you're feeling like that's really odd that you have been so career driven and now you're thinking about family it's very natural to do that whereas men can be like oh it'd be nice to have kids soon and just go that's about it. their life don't get me wrong obviously i know life changes for everyone but they don't have to rethink career options or do anything like that. unless they're going to be the stay-at-home dad yeah unless they're going to do but that other than, other than that it's like yeah but other than that, it is the woman that has to sit and consider it and then feel like you have to choose between being a career woman or being a mum. And it's like, actually, you can do both, but we just have to think way more about how we're going to do that yeah. in an alternative way. It's a complete... Yes. Well, it's, do you know what? Michael went and done this... Uh, went, to, went to a seminar and it was... Um, it, anyway, something that he fed back to me was that they were in. They were listening to, to one of the speakers and they were talking about the jobs sector is like he works in like the recruitment sector sort of thing and he was saying about one of the, the stats that came out was the one in th- no oh i might get this wrong but he'll tell me it was like quite in- impactful it was like two in three women have um are taking time off and leaving jobs because of burnout and then it started looking into these like looking into the statistics saying that you know women are not only able to continue their careers as mothers but then they also are demanded to be the housemakers and the homemakers like with kids and and, and all it was just talking about burnout in women what they was trying to do is say to come it was uh, you know loads of different things on how they need to start offering jobs and what they need to offer people because it was saying gen millennials and gen z's are like a, a third more likely to quit a job if they were unhappy in their job whereas this idea of like loyalty and people staying in careers is very old and dated 100 so, percent, and you don't yeah. get recognized for it yeah, absolutely so this idea of loyalty like is absolute bullshit now and and then i'm sorry i know this is a bit of a different tangent but it comes back to you thinking like you know my choice is career or be the homemaker and it's like well no you don't like you don't need to choose between the two you can have two running side by side but it is still so fucking difficult because it just depends on the partner that you've got right yeah or the person that you're going to be with the the person that is going to be there supporting you whenever you have children regardless of 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 sex it just comes down to that it comes down to whether or not you have somebody that's able to support you but in all areas like you have to make an, there's such a plan that has to go together how do you have children and have a career do you have to choose one or the other yeah do you think we'll ever get to that point because i think i'm probably going to get shot by like feminists somewhere in the world but i think biologically when you have a child as a woman your priorities change anyway yeah and i think it's easier for a man to not, I, I just think it's different for a woman. Do you know? Does that make I, sense? I think because yeah, I think biologically and because of society, we're so ingrained in our heads that when we have a baby, like if a, if it was say we were talking about a couple and they were like, oh, the man's gonna stay at home and look up after the kid, it'd be like, oh. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it would be a surprise. It would be a massive surprise. Yeah. And I yeah I and do you I know what so. people say as well like. I've heard people say this, and it's it's really frustrating when they'll be like, oh, he's such a good dad because he picks them up from school. Oh, yeah. He's such a good dad because he takes them to after-school club. No, no, no. He's just sharing the load he's with his partner. He's just sharing a small amount of what she does. Is yeah, contributing. But then we've got to think about it in, in a broader spectrum. Like, my cousin's thinking about having children now with his husband. And obviously, I guess it comes down to less so male or female. I think it comes down to primary caregiver roles. Who Mm. is going to be the primary caregiver in this circumstance? Who is going to be the person that is going to stay at home for the longer amount of time? And who is going to be the person that goes back to work quicker? Because one out of the two of you needs to. And finances usually drive that. That's the only thing that does drive that. That Finance is the only thing that does drive that, surely. Like, you know, otherwise we'd all bloody stay at home. It would be lovely, wouldn't it? To have, you know, have the family home and not worry about money and shit. But Yeah, but would it if you really want to be a career person? No, of course, yeah, it just depends on what your priorities are, regardless of who, who you are. When you have a child and you become a parent, that's your world changed. Yeah. It comes down to what agreements, and you know, it's like a fucking contract. What contract are you setting up together? How are you going to make sure that you... The fact of the matter is we can't all live off the fucking land. No. You know, otherwise get yourself a farm and live off the land. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've got to make yes. a contract between you and your partner 
to go back to what but i understand what you're saying i think you know biologically for women it is a it's a complete overhaul right your whole body changes and like what a massive trauma to put your body through quite frankly to have children really talk about but they are now which is why i know about it is like postpartum Mm. is like everyone will say that's the hardest trimester but i'm not even well it does count as a trimester isn't it they call it or something yeah exactly and like i follow quite a lot of people that have now had kids because it's like bloggers that i've sort of grown up with and they were the same age as me and now everyone's fucking having kids and it's almost terrifying but like i do love finding out the information so yeah it's like you know if say for example the woman was the one that's going to go back to work well she needs a set amount of time emotionally hormonally i knew i wasn't going to get that word out right like all of the you know health wise the stuff that comes with that you've already got to take that break to get back to feeling as normal as you can oh i don't know and then how so so then okay so then you do all of that how do you come back to the career that you've left because it depends how long you've had off because in america you literally get about I don't even know how long you get, but it's not that long. It's like t- eight weeks, but eight even to like 12 weeks. Months. Now, this is no comparison because I didn't have a child over COVID, but having the cut, like for me, I came out of drama school, right? Went straight into like, went, got an agent, started working, really built up, up momentum for a year. Then the year that COVID happened, I had loads of shit built. I was like, this is what I've been working my ass off for the last year out of drama school to propel me to this position like all my ducks were in a row i was like perfect i'm gonna get my first tv role this this year i've got this they've got all of this and then it was like boom stopped now that momentum that i had built i'm now just rebuilding now i'm now getting to a point where it's rebuilding to the point of you know where not nowhere near well close to where it was getting do you know what i mean i'm I'm getting but i've had to rebuild that momentum now that obviously wasn't something that you know was anybody's fault um and what I'm trying to say is, is, is there is this um, expectation that if a woman uh, or a man or anyone just chooses to take that time off to create a family, you go back to the bottom of the, yeah, the yeah. do you know what I mean? Nepal, you would go back to your same position, but, no, but would you so still build, would you and still this have is, built that momentum to get you back to where you was? This is not the, I don't think this is anybody's fault, but I think anyone returning off of a period of leave, mm. be it six weeks holiday, be it probably not as severe if it's only a six weeks holiday, mm. so many things change through the nature of business that when you come back, it's never the same place. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So yeah. you're always at a bit of a disadvantage to try and learn what's happened yeah. and then to get back up on And it could be more disencouraging. It could be and more disencouraging. You probably want to work less hours yeah. than you ever have because you want yeah. to go home to your baby. Of course. Yes. It's quality, but just like when we came out of COVID, I think everybody is now, this is why like the jobs market is all, like it's never been a better time to be yeah. an employee because there are so many jobs that are screaming out for people because actually now people are, like I say, they're less likely to stay in a job that they're unhappy with there has got to be perks to the job there has got to be life life uh, work-life balance there has got to be you know social time there has got to be a happier working environment none of this bullshit that we've had before and this overworking this run yourself to the ground and prove yourself worthy of your wage none of this shit can can stand withstand anymore the world has changed Mm. and actually now you like companies either move with it or your company dissolves because you can't hire anybody and no one can do the fucking work i don't know where i was going with that but what i was trying to say what was like you know the work-life balance is a massive massively important thing now people have realized that over this length of time people don't want to mindlessly work like they used to yeah. do and actually it's more accommodating for people to start a family so if now more than ever it's probably been the best time for people to go hold the brakes i would like a part-time job because i'm looking at a family or hold the brakes i'm gonna go and have a baby and then i'm gonna have a family and then i'm gonna come back to this job potentially or i'm gonna go and find another job that works around me yeah. and people are having to accommodate that and i think that's fair oh, i don't know 100%. how good it is for the economy i'm not yeah. a fucking economist but um but overall i i think per, like on a life fucking basis i think everybody wants something different out of their job now yeah i agree why do you go to work to earn fucking money that's it yeah and apologies i don't actually know if we've answered this question just going to focus on the last bit where you say it's freaking you out that you're more thinking about having children now and losing interest in your career to be honest i think that's natural i think if that's you're in a relationship yeah, totally. also if you're not that interested in the current role that you're doing 
I think you do Easy start to, to look at yeah. other things yeah. that are going on in your life yeah. and the possibility of having children. Whereas if the opportunity came up for you to go and do a new job, you'd probably be like, oh my God, I love this job. And yeah, then children yeah. would be on the back burner again. It's almost like you're looking for anything. Reasons yeah. not to feel, yeah. 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 Which is probably fear driven, right? Oh my God, the thought of having a baby is scary. Lovely one minute. Oh yeah, love it. And then the other minute, like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Have a chat with your partner. See where they're at. You know, are they... Are they excited by the thought of children? Can you guys make a plan? Don't worry Don't, about it either. Because no, like, yeah. I think your focus changes all through life. Yeah. It's yeah, it's nothing to worry about. If anything, it's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really nice you're that you're now oh, thinking Can about. I just also shout out, you've said you're really proud of what you've achieved. Yay. Good for you. Because all That's too nice. often, we are like, oh yeah, like, Still I'm really more, lucky. Yeah. Like, I've got a really yeah. good job. Oh, I've done all right, but you know. Yeah, no, like, good no, for you. Fucking, yeah, you say it. Oh. Sorry if we didn't <laughs> I think we did. I think we I think we went a roundabout way of saying yeah. all the pros and cons to starting and not starting a family. Uh, but ultimately it just comes down to you making you and your partner making a choice and working together towards it. So it is that time of the week again. Yes, it is it Challenge is. Jade. I think it's me, isn't it? I think it oh, is. It is. Ellie's on a three-win streak. Four. Oh, four. Four. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I screamed at you then. But yeah, four. Four in a row. I'm a little bit frightened this week though because Jade's had caffeine and Jesus. My God. Yeah, she's quick anyway. She's gonna be buzzing her tits off. Are you both ready? Yes. yes. Oh, it was just Jade. Fuck, what's his name? I don't know the name of the song. I can see his face. It's not Harry Styles. Sing it. Lately I've been out of here before. We'll be counting stars. Counting stars. Yeah. Then he gets his banjo out. It's a band. <gasps> it's the... I don't know. Oh. Couldn't even guess. The main singer was on something like The Voice. No, you're thinking of um, the script. Yeah, uh, that's who I was not thinking there. of. Right. Who was it? One Republic. Oh, never oh. gonna get that. Okay, right. You will get this one. Ready, both of you. Yes. Jace. Wake me up. I don't know the name of the good guy. Is it a band? No. Oh no. Right. Okay. Both of you are in for this one. I'm gonna give you a clue. I th- I think it's. I think he was a DJ, but. He David Guetta. No, he died. <gasps> oh, um, it begins with an A. You just go out of Ariana Grande. No. <laughs> you've had your guess. Uh, you've had your guess for with David Guetta. Oh fuck! You're I know him. He's like Norwegian or. Yes. Oh, he died. I know yeah. him. Oh, oh fuck! If I get, I won't. But if I gave you the second letter, you'd get it. Avicii. Wait a minute, that's more than five seconds. You had more yeah, than five but... seconds on both songs. <laughs> I think it gets burned. <laughs> <That's been good. laughs> I'd never have guessed. Did yeah. you die? Yeah. 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 It's a drug overdose, I think. Oh, that's I don't sad. Put I any... thought it I was, it yeah. Was oh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. I know, and he was on Big Brother as well, and he came across really, really Apparently nice. Apparently he was a really lovely person. Yeah. Like, people came out and was like, what a beautiful soul. Oh, that's no, such no, a sad Don't do drugs, Not... kids. Yeah. Yes, oh. I'm so happy. I knew I was going right, to get that. we need a tally now because we have definitely pulled back. <gasps> well, if you've won four in a row. Yeah, five now. Five. Well, you've not applied me with caffeine, actually. That was a... That you should was have a, been quicker. Was, <laughs> I just don't know. It's not my kind of music. Like, it's that's radio in the background for me. Oh, Sorry. Look, it's not, here we go. If it's not, like, old school R&B, Jade ain't having it. <laughs> Quite, quite literally, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions you've got to long story short podcast 22 at gmail.com. We've also got our TikTok page, which is long story short pod. So head over there to see what we've been up to. We'll be back next Tuesday, and don't forget, no story will ever be short. <laughs> Bye. Bye.